Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is series 2 episode 299 of this daily study podcast. Thank you very much for joining us today as we continue with our and conclude our study of October the 19th to 25th, 3rd Nephi 27 to 4th Nephi, there could not be a happier people. And in today's study section, we're going to finish off this section with the end of 4th Nephi, covering 19 to 49 within that chapter, uh, titled Wickedness Leads to Division and Sorrow. There really is, <clears throat> it's really disheartening to, to read this because, of course, we see such the great heights that this Zion society had reached. Uh, and, you know, it, it was perfect. You know, there was no, there was no contention that there was great peace throughout the land for many well for a number of generations but then between the third and fourth generation things start to unravel and if you are i mean obviously um listen to not yesterday's podcast episode but the day before um we had a great um study guest study episode with mark and chris (coughs) stewart and they went through um the key points through what indicated what destroyed that Zion society. And um, you can see that they started off in verse 24, that they were lifted up in pride. I noticed as well, there was also a a bit of a change in verse 20, a bit earlier. Um, It says, and he kept it 18 four years, and there was still peace in the land. Save it were there, save it were a small part of the people who had revolted from the church and taken up the name of Lamanites. Therefore, they began to be Lamanites in the land. Um, now, the reason why I, I don't think this particularly links to why this destroyed the Zion society so much is that this group of people just removed themselves and they, be, and they became Lamanites. They called themselves Lamanites. However, the group that were the, known as the Nephites still kept this Zion society for a while. But then, again, it was when they started to be lifted up in pride in verse 24 that we start to see their descent into wickedness um, and the, the wearing of costly apparel. And it is interesting how often in the Book of Mormon, it's, in Book of Mormon it seems to be, begin with that wearing of costly apparel and the manner of pearls and fine things of the world. And I suppose that's a real... Um, warning siren for us that when we do get blessed eventually you know even, there may be some of you listening to this that, that think well I've lived the commandments all my life and I've, I've not been given many prosperous things of the world and maybe that's to your benefit perhaps um, I know of course we need to make sure that we have and we need to be blessed with the 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 essentials in life we need to be able to have a roof over our heads and enough food to eat for us and our family and, and the adequate transport for our needs and so on but beyond that Perhaps for some of us, it's for our benefit at this stage that we don't yet have this great prosperity um, in the things of the world, because it could potentially lead to to this. Um, So, you know, I think that this is a time of refining whatever challenges or or difficulties we have in this life are for for us specifically. It's interesting how bespoke and how um, unique to us, uh, our specific sets of needs and issues and challenges are in our lives. And again, you know, we are all different. We are all different um, spirit children of our Heavenly Father. And so we have these difficulties because we need to go through these specific ones to get to build and refine us, as we learned very much so in, our, in the recent general conference. I'm not going to go through every point made by Mark and Chris, because again, first of all, there'd be no point because um, we you can listen to that episode two days ago. Uh, but also they did such a great uh, um, job of it. 
but what I do want to do is pick up a few things which I've uh, noticed when I've been studying this and latter part of 4th Nephi. In verse 30, there's a very interesting phrase. that It's talking about um, <clears throat> the three Nephites and how the people basically did not like them um, because they represented the true church of God. So in verse 30, it says, Therefore they did exercise power and authority over the disciples of Jesus who did tarry with them, and they did cast them into prison. But by the power and the word of God, which was in them, the prisons were rent in twain, and they went forth doing mighty miracles among them. I love this um, section because um, it just indicates to me, and, and I think this is done purposefully by Mormon, um, that he talks about the power and authority of the people um, being exercised against the disciples to try and, you know, work against them. But then he talks about the power of the word of God, renting these prisons that they put them in because of their worldly power and authority it, in twain. They literally ripped apart um, and they went forth doing mighty miracles. And it's just a lovely uh, contrast between the power and authority of the world and the power of the word of God. Uh, and where we should put our trust and our faith, uh, you know, in, in, and if we are challenged or if we are <coughs> given difficulties by by man, then we should not fear man. We should fear we should fear as in respect and worship God, um, and He will bring us through it. It may not be easy, and I'm sure for these three Nephites, it certainly was not easy to be cast into prison and, and cast into furnaces of fire and dens of wild beasts. I mean, I suppose they knew that they would survive, but even so, you know, it must have been a very traumatic and difficult experience. But they, with God, they were brought through. In verses 37 and 38, I also find it interesting how these people then split further, um, even through the Nephites. Um, they were called Nephites, Jacobites, Zoramites, and Josephites those who are the true worshippers worshippers of Christ. And then in the Lamanites, there was the Lamanites, Lemuelites, and Ishmaelites. Now, two things here. First of all, I find it interesting that they use the same names as the original founders of the land. Clearly, these people have been instructed in the scriptures. Uh, they were clearly very aware and very um, observant of their ancestral history. And don't forget, you know, these uh, people will have been descended almost a thousand years after um, Nephi, Le Lehi, and Laman, Lemuel, and all, and all that group. Um, I think it's about 900 to be exact, because they started in 600 BC, and this is around 300 AD when, when things start to unravel particularly. Uh, and so, you know, they clearly, they won't remember it, those individuals by person. No one would, would at that stage, but they will have record of them. So they must have known their, their origins. But it's interesting that, um, first of all, that, the people who did not believe in God were very happy to call themselves Lamanites and Lemuelites and Ishmaelites. And where did that division come from? How did they decide what type of ites they were? I mean, just literally a dozen or so verses before where there was talk about no manner of ites. And now we have many manner of ites, even more so than before, perhaps. And it's interesting that amongst the Nephites, there was, you know, even though they were believers of Christ, um, they were called Nephites, Jacobites, Josephites, and Zoramites. There was still division within them. And we see that as that continues, um, they began to be wicked as well, um, to the point that, you know, that the Nephites were just as wicked as the um, the Lamanites. It says in verse 43, and this is a number of years later, but even so, uh, it continued uh, to this point, 
And also the people who were called the people of Nephi began to be proud in their hearts because of their exceeding riches and became vain like unto their brethren, the Lamanites. Um, and in verse 44, and from this time, the disciples began to sorrow for the sins of the world. And it came to pass that when 300 years had passed away, both the people of Nephi and the Lamanites had become exceedingly wicked, like one might come to the other. The three Nephites were promised that they would not experience pain or suffering or sorrow, except for the, the sorrow of the sins of the world. And this is where it begins. It really ramps up. And um, it's it's definitely a very stark lesson that we need to learn that... Of course, the Saviour prophesied this would happen, but it it took a long time to build up this Zion society. We saw that just before Christ came, that it wasn't, it was nowhere near a Zion society. Then he came and he taught. And for 200-ish years, um, I, and I'll need to add, have to go back. In fact, I think, it, oh no, it's probably even further than that. It, it was 230 years that began to be great divisions. Um, I could have probably worked out mathematically. But, you know, it's just before 200 or 300 or around 300 years that these divisions really started to begin. So we're talking, you know, just under 300 years it took to build up this peaceful, perfect society. And within this, the space of a, a few decades, things began, began to unravel rapidly. Um, and it just teaches us just how important it is to work at our spiritual strength and our spiritual uh, power because it's easy to see how quickly that spiritual power and strength and connection with our father can unravel in us personally. We've just some, some ill made decisions. So yeah, not, not a very happy and very, you know, pleasant. And to be honest, I'll be, I'll be fair with you from this point forward, things don't get very positive as, uh, as those of you who've read the book of Mormon will know, but we learn a lot more valuable lessons from the, the upcoming sections as well. So stay with us. Uh, as we make our way through toward the last couple of months of this year and we finish this wonderful book uh, and the lessons we've learned in it. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed it. Please do share the podcast, rate, review it. You can join the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. Um, if you're interested in joining the, the discussion, that'd be wonderful. And you can also email session at gmail.com with your feedback. Uh, you can also personal message me and particularly if you're interested in joining in a future podcast episode yourself. Thank you for your time and until we meet again.